Alrighty guys, we are back again here for another episode of the Brotherhood Podcast. Uh, now shifting to the roundtable. As always, I think this is roundtable number four. Yeah, bang. Uh, we have Mr. Sethi here with us today. Oh, hello, chap. <laughs> and we have my good brother, Mr. Jaleel. Good day, fellas. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, boys, for, for jumping on. What we're going to do, uh, uh, we were feeling into like the intention of this podcast, and nothing real clear or was coming through. So really feel like we're just going to explore where, where it takes us. So... Um, yeah, Jaleel, man, if you wanted to, um, obviously, I met Jaleel through through a lot of journeys together at an, at an ayahuasca ceremony. Um, we connected pretty much immediately. The dude's a tiger, Muay Thai fighter. <laughs> <laughs> and, oh, uh, blushing. Yeah. <laughs> and a crystal grid expert yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on the path to financial freedom. <laughs> oh, so m- striking my ego. <laughs> <I love it. laughs> and he's a proper dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, man. Careful, bro. He might fucking take care of Man, um, if you just want to give us the Spark Notes version of your story and what's the, the Jaleel tale. Oh, shit. Um, what makes Jaleel Jaleel? Man, just some fucking six foot two Maori who talks a lot of shit and <laughs> gets high as fuck. <laughs> amazing plant medicine. <laughs> <laughs> Um, no, it's just perfect role model. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Turn in kids. <laughs> um, I don't know. Um, yeah, no, just r- still learning who I am, to be honest. Like it's, um, how I see myself now is literally just starting. Like to, to me, my life hasn't, has only just begun. Like I'm 25 now and mm. it, it hasn't really kicked off until the last you know couple of years mm. like uh, and i've got <laughs> it makes me laugh that i've got people my age saying they're so old or they, they want to settle down and it's like yeah. fuck yeah i've only just fucking begun i've only just yeah, started yeah. Just started. yeah how are yeah. you settling down already yeah um but yeah no just for me in a nutshell when did your journey start bro like what was the what was the thing that actually got you into that sphere the plant medicine yeah or just just Pretty much where you are now. So obviously, you say that your your life has only just started. So what was the the birth point, if you want to call uh, it? Well, it would have been. Uh, it would have been when I first discovered um, plant medicine, mm. not taking it, but like discovered of its existence. Yeah. Um. That would have been about nineteen twenty ish. Um. Funnily enough, uh, where I first heard about ayahuasca was on um joe rogan podcast oh awesome, yeah. Yeah, yeah fuck yeah. pretty much yeah. all of us yeah. <laughs> yeah i was uh i was at home at the time i was with my my ex when was it yeah i was yeah had actually moved out with my girlfriend at the time that was oh shit five six years ago now um yeah just funnily enough i was high on mm. weed yeah you know at home, got the munchies, mm. vegging out, going through YouTube, you know, your, your random YouTube scrolls. Your going through the pantry yeah, trying to find yeah. something. Yeah. And then <laughs> click something and then click something on recommend, you know, just random shit. Yeah, yeah. And then um, Joe Rogan came up and talking about bloody meeting aliens or something. I can't remember the, the description, but I was like, oh, that seems interesting. Mm. All right. And then 
go on there and he's talking about aliens and, and going like full psychedelic buddy trip. I was like, fuck yeah. <laughs> 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 it's my Give jam. me some of that. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's going on about, yeah, I went, I, oh, you know, we went to Peru and we went into the, in the rainforest and yeah. did this sacred tea. And I'm like, fuck, I'm going to Peru. <laughs> That's it. Look at my flight. Had your name written all over <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, Peru in the fucking jungle. That's me, man. And then, um, my tribe is calling me. <laughs> you uh, heard that? Hey, young. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> fucking Joe Rogan. Fucking ass text behind me. Atlantis calls. And, um, yeah, so that that's where I first discovered it. And then as soon as that happened, all the, the recommendations on the side came up with ayahuasca things. Uh, and I was like, oh, okay, well, you know, ayahuasca isn't very spelt normally. but So I was like, oh, shit. So going through all these videos, clicking, I was like talking all about these crazy spiritual awakenings and shit. I'm like, fucking hell. This is, okay, this is this is something. There's a lot of big people here doing some, some mm, of this stuff. Mm. And I was like... Um, I was very much into law of attraction at that point. Mm. Uh, so it kind of just went hand in hand in a sense. Mm. Um, I ended up watching The Secret um, on YouTube, the, the little the old school doco. Um, and that was that was the turning point. That was just like, I was like, Shh, okay, this, this, this is happening. Yeah. So I, I used the law of attraction to go to Peru yeah. To get this ayahuasca, but yeah. turns out I only have to go fucking a couple of hours down the road. <laughs> <laughs> it's in the fucking neighborhood, <laughs> <laughs> literally, like literally. And um, so yeah, the law of attraction fucking worked, right? And then it it came to me. Like uh, mm-hmm. it wasn't it wasn't four or five months later that you know friend of friends met some randoms and mm. blah blah blah. And they're like, yeah, yeah, we did ayahuasca fucking, you know, down in New South Wales and, and whatever. I was like, you're shitting me. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. And then he, he told me and then yeah, that's how I got into mm. the whole whole mm. sphere. But, oh, man. Oh, man. Like that that first weekend that I, I, I went on it, it was just. How old were you, man? Because uh, it was only last, it was only about two years ago, was it? Yeah. A year so, and a half ago. So 20, 24, 23 or something. Yeah, okay. Um, so. I did that and like everyone was going to explain, like my whole life changed like completely. Mm. Like nothing was, the whole life I was living was just so obsolete now. Mm. Just meant nothing anymore. Like I, I went home after that weekend to my, you know, everything's still in its place. Mm. I was living with my grandparents at the time, you know. Yeah, Nan, I'm off to bloody hang out with mates for the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry about me. Yeah. Shoot beams in the sky. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Just fucking travel drift dimension. Yeah. Yeah. Call on the mothership. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I yeah, get well, there man. and... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then I, I come home from just being fucking... Travelling the cosmos for two and a half days. <laughs> fucking beaming. <laughs> fucking, <laughs> fucking beaming. Uh, I come in and I... I Funny, Good old sassy comes up. Yeah, yeah. Oh, are you talking to me? <laughs> <laughs> I, w- I walk in. The, I walk in the front door, and there's Nan sitting in the recliner in the same spot she always is, yeah. doing the same thing on her phone she always is. And then there's me with this fucking smile eater <laughs> ear, trying to act normal, <laughs> <laughs> like I didn't just see fucking aliens and stuff. <laughs> and then she's like, "Hello, how, how's your weekend?" I'm like, "Yeah, good." <laughs> and then just like. 
whistled off into yeah, my bedroom yeah, yeah, and yeah, just yeah. like laid in my bed like fuck. Yeah, how do I integrate that? That, that just fucking happened. Like, and from that point, I was fucking hooked. Eh? Every every weekend that I could get on, I was I was on mm. um, for a solid six months or so. Um, be, like the, the amount of stuff that I've learned from those weekends is un, uh, unfathomable. Mm. It, it, like, um, th- what would you say is like if you were to say like. There's like one incredibly like influential lesson you've learned. I know that it's it's a difficult <coughs> question, but maybe there's like a reoccurring theme. But what would you say is like the the biggest piece you've taken away? Probably the probably love. Yeah, man. Uh, but yeah. As, yeah. as spiritually cliche as that yeah, is. Yeah, it does sound so cliche, but it's um, so fucking true, isn't it? The every 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 single time that I do any of of the spiritual you know, plant medicines, there's always love mm. involved in whether, even if there is full on teachings and stuff mm. like crazy realizations, awakenings, blah, 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 wherever, you know, I'm taken at the time, there's always that underlying love. But w- what I learned was most people don't really understand mm. like the, the, true concept of love mm. i mean no, some people do find it naturally with you know their partner or something like that, which is usually the main place they find it mm. i feel mm. um <clears throat> but even like when you say that too it's almost like i remember i heard this as well where it's like um like that that person is like just sh- like when we say like we love that person we feel like we're yeah. in love and with that person we're really just using that person as like an, they give a, you so much yeah, in, in like you're giving yourself permission to feel that love within yeah, yourself, yeah. but it's actually in you. It's actually you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's every yeah. That's that's the underlying um, piece of knowledge that I go into with my entire life in every aspect. Now is I have everything already. Yeah, within me. Yeah, I am powerful, everything. Yeah. yeah, I I am. You are it. That's it. <laughs> yeah, I am. Yeah. That's, um, <clears throat> before it all and and still leading into the, the first few that I went on, I was still on a superficial level of understanding mm-hmm. when it came to universal knowledge and, and experiences and blah, blah, blah. But the, the first night, um, the, the first, uh, first weekend I went on, the first time I ever drunk ayahuasca the, on the Friday night ceremony mm-hmm. brought to me the most profound universal love I have ever felt. Mm. Like it's a love that is so powerful and so intense that I, it brought me to tears, but I was laughing at how mm. cosmically beautiful and pure. this is. Like you can't, like I was literally in fetal position, <laughs> bawling my eyes out while I'm laughing in <laughs> such awe at how magnificent this feeling is yeah like and i just like i i remember um i'll go into how my journeys work in a second but Mm. what happened was at the end of this you know lesson this little tiny ball of light in my chest appeared Mm. and it just grew Mm. and just continued to grow and grow and literally encapsulated me to the point where it became me Mm. and i was like this is love. This is this is what love feels like. Mm. 
and you, how do you come back from that? Mm. You know, how, how the fuck does some shitty ass tasting tea drink some from the bloody Amazon make me feel the most cosmically connected I have ever felt before? Mm. Like that is insane to me. Mm. And uh, I will recommend this to every single person in existence because it is, yeah. Um, but yeah, I can't explain. Yeah, everyone who has ever done it knows they can't truly explain it. Yeah, it's ineffable. Yeah, it's like once you see it, you can't unsee it. You can't. Mm. Yeah. yeah, and that's like what you're saying there when you're talking about like that. It is ineffable, and and. Um, yeah, it, it, like when you're saying that connection, eh? Like you actually feel it's a visceral connection. Like you can imagine people can try to like intellectually understand love or what it means, as you were saying. But like, yeah, I, from my perspective, I really feel that the medicine really affords you that connection to to that something greater yeah. than yourself. So then you're able to, yeah, it, it, you feel again a part, a piece of something greater. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's a feeling. It's not something that's quantified or you can explain to someone it's not something it's not yeah it's not a picture on a screen that you saw on a movie it's not the fucking notebook played over it <laughs> <laughs> comes yeah. pretty close doesn't yeah. it <laughs> <laughs> you know, you got these girls crying on the fucking sofa like, oh, you're like, uh, no, come get to my life you'll feel fucking yeah <laughs> yeah it's you yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's awesome, man. So, what what was what was the next step for you? So, after you did I, what was the what was the next step for you? Again, 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 <laughs> do it again. <laughs> and you can never get again enough love. Is what I did. <laughs> <laughs> I um, uh, what I found within myself, even before any of this plant medicine, even growing up, so I was still in school. What I found was I, I am very very good at things that i have a passion for and i'm keen on mm. so like easy example like footy um anything that gives me like solid interest and is i'm intrigued i will become great at it mm. not because that's my goal but just because i'm so obsessed you know, obsessed yeah. with yeah. it and you that love I, it. I just um i'm just good at being uh what's yeah, it's like on the. Uh, I'm similar in ways quick where it's learner, like quick l- like you're on. The, it, it's like an obsession with mastery of that thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I like a good a good example is like gaming, right? Yeah. Back in the day when I was on it as much as I could, you know, I would always find the best way to to do something, find something, cut corners as best I can, you know, just blah blah blah. Yeah. Um, and then that that has continued on into my adult life, and then then I went it, when I went into this spiritual you know plant medicine, I immediately went into into my mind and said, okay, how how can I expand further? Rather than just oh my god, that was amazing, I want to do it again. Mm. I was like, okay, what's going to happen when I do it now? What what can what's next? What 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 can I can I go left? Can I go right? Can yeah, I? You saw there was more. Yeah, there was yeah. there was like a shit ton more mm. within myself, mm. and I'm like, this is a key for me right now. Mm. What what could what what is what door is it going to open next? And as I've kind of researched and learned and spoken to people in the groups various people and especially when it came to intentions and stuff um one thing that adrian did tell me was um 
th- there are two people that come to these places. Uh, um, those who want healing and those who are seeking. Mm. Mm. Right? So, you know, a lot of people have a lot of trauma, a lot of, and they want to, so they can live a, a good and happy life. Whereas I've had a good upbringing, so there wasn't m- much healing, so to speak, for me. So I was straight to seeking. Mm. Like, what's, what is there? What, what can I find? What can I become? And that was the recurring point even now is like, what is there within me that I can bring forth? What can I become? And each intention from that has become more specific, more focused on a, a certain idea or, you know, so I've even spent entire weekends focusing on one little aspect of myself and that has opened up the massive avenue down that direction like i'm talking um um intentions like delving into my dna to access stuff that isn't that is laying dormant Mm -hmm. things things that are real specific in in its intention and it has brought it beyond measure every time Mm -hmm. like the accuracy and the 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 power of intention is insane Mm -hmm. And then once I, I started learning how to really navigate the space while I'm in there, um, I've been able to incorporate that into my daily life. So my intention within things, like my life has become more kind of structurally magical in a sense. Like Like it's the spiritual side of things have like skyrocketed like psychic ability kind of stuff and like um what would be an example of those bro like talk to dead people yeah um i can as outlandish as this sounds like i i don't care anymore yeah because it's because i know it's legit because it's there, speaking there, the truth yeah, 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 man. there yeah. are too many times that has happened to me for it to be coincidence yeah two three times now but when it's consistently happening like I don't give a shit. You can think what you want. Um, so from the like, it's about just over a year now or something that I, I first got into plant medicine, and within that time, I have spiritually and psychically grown exponentially. It blows my mind. Like so, I have full blown conversations with dead people, so spirits. Mm-hmm. One in particular, anyway. Um, communicate with spirit to a point where um i am communicating with animals like uh, um for an example i was at a a weekend just gone so like two days ago there uh where i was there was a was sitting in a group and there was a fire pit in the middle and there was a toad um that was like so like a Big barrier circle. There's mm-hmm. only one, one way in, one way out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and this toad was at the other side of the. So the entrance is over uh, on one side, and the toad was on the other. And mm-hmm. so this toad is, you know, right against the wall, facing it. You know, just just sitting there. And so this this fire is fucking flaring off, and then, um, I get this um idea in my head and it's the toad is is literally saying like help like help me because his 
um, the fire is dehydrating him. Like he's losing water fast. And I'm sweating balls here too. Like, it is hot. Like, yeah. And I'm just chilling, you know, still half cut. Jeez, eat, imagine the toad. Eat, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm there with bloody soup having a time of my life. And here's this thing frying away in the corner. Dehydrated as yeah, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, mate, you got some soup for me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so I'm like still well in at this point. Like, we're only just started to come out. Circle's closed. Now we're having soup, but I'm still... Still in. Yep. Yeah. And... I get the like he spoke to me in pictures and words and he yeah dehydrated like the the fire is too hot for him he can't mm. and most people would just ignore it and I'm like there we go yeah, yeah okay <laughs> one small step for mankind <laughs> that's a cool oh, little yeah, like yeah, addition yeah, yeah. <laughs> the toad is speaking to us <laughs> yeah oh um Do you say yeah sorry about that no man that's um, meant to happen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it really was one small step, wasn't it? <laughs> so, uh, yeah, everyone else was sitting around there. They're like, oh, Toad, quick, you know, you can't, ew, ew, go away. Get away. Yeah, yeah, bro. And then there's me literally talking to this thing. Like, shit, he's dehydrated. Like, I can feel his his stress. Yeah. You know? I mean, I mean I'm mean, i sure it would have survived anyway because Toad's a bloody durable as fuck. Yeah, man. But, Dehydrated. You yeah. don't want to just sit there and be dehydrated yeah, for you don't an entire night. Yeah. yeah. So I literally it's like that got up for another thing. and walked over to my my drink bottle and and go and went and poured water on it. And oh, yeah. everyone's around, just like, "What are you doing? Oh, it's jumping over here!" Because it fucking jumped a couple of times. Yeah. But I'm like, he was thirsty, and and then just making up, him close. Yeah. <laughs> 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 closed my bottle, sat back down, and there was like, "Oh, what? Why did you do?" And you know, it was like. Thirsty, he should have just left it. No, so he didn't. It's like, no, but no, he would have been fine. It's like, no, he asked for it. Mm. You know, that I knew they wouldn't understand, so I kind of just left it at that. Mm. Yeah, and like that was that was first part. And then as I'm sitting there, and as he realized like what had what I'd just done, like because you know, cold water, so we kind of like, what, what was that? Just yeah, before, you know. Mm. Realize shock to the was, system. You, you realize it was water, and then I'm sitting there like gone wild still. And then all I hear, all I get is this this beautiful like thankful energy from him, and he's just like, "I thank you so much." And I'm like, mm. "You're welcome." That's beautiful. In yeah, my man. in my own head, like yeah. communicating yeah. telepathically yeah. to this fucking toad, and I'm just like, "That was that's the that's the most recent." experience i've had in that yeah context like i've spoken to cats um there's another like even just the spirit in general like there was an experience during that night where someone was having a really rough time in their journey so uh, this girl had was over with um some of the facilitators while you know they were looking after her and i'm i'm well deep in my journey and then i got brought back to and i hear this voice next to me and he's like uh, there's this real calming woman's voice he's like hey i look over and um there's this girl that was having an experience like like um real deep like sad experience it was her little (laughs) stuffed um koala oh wow yeah like a stuffed animal, like most people, you know, it's just a stuffed animal. No, everything, everything is conscious. 
mm. everything. So, and this, I looked at me and I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Was that you? <laughs> it's a fucking teddy bear. Yeah. 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 Hey, yeah. Billy. It's a fucking koala. What yeah. do you want, man? Like, what's I've really on? lost yeah. my mind. Yeah. 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 I am well tripping. Yeah. Anyway, just waiting then, for the beam to go up. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and then, and then it just said to me, take me to her. Wow. And it's like, right now, like in my, like this is all in my head. I was like, uh, okay, okay. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Like, all right. Yeah. So I pick it up and somehow managed to get to my feet. Yeah. And um, the shaman who was at um, the, uh, the facilitator at the time saw it all, everything happened. And like this girl is on the other side of the room. So I've literally had to support myself to yeah. make sure I don't <laughs> fall on anything and kind of waddled over and just nice kind of sat down and, and, and gave it to her. And like the facilitators were like, what's going on? Why is he? And then yeah. as soon as I gave her the, cause she was crying. As soon as I gave her the, the, the koala instantly calmed down. Oh, yeah. Wow, well, man. Instantly like yeah. that. And then just, I got up back to my thing and back in I go. And like, that's real interesting too, man, because it's like in these spheres too, like the conscious mind could very easily go like, nah, that's yeah. that's not legit. You know, like you very could have easily gone, oh, nah, like yeah, just dodge that, yeah. you know, whereas it's like, yeah, there's something to that, like intuition or, or that's, yeah, yeah, to that to that psychic power. Yeah. Now, I'd love to ask <coughs> you too, man, because I can imagine, obviously, it's um like, how do you go about um integrating that? Say, for example, when, when you come back and... and you're having access to these more um, abilities or, or extra um, senses, I guess you could call them. Like, how do you go about integrating that into into uh, your regular life or you could say regular society? Um, <laughs> honestly, like, I just go with it. Yeah. It's, it's I've, I've always been real um, easygoing, blasé in, in a sense. Like, I don't, I've never really cared, so... When things happen, I'm just like, fuck yeah, all right, cool. That's it. (laughs) (laughs) And it it kind of like um, when it really started to kick off was um, at at this new place where this um, old lady spirit still resides. And what I found is like my integration actually seems to be a part of the journey themselves. So as I've integrated my past one, I then kind of compound that integration into the next mm. journey, like whether through the intention or whatever it might be, uh, maybe. Um, and it kind of like, uh, uh, like I told you um, on Sunday when we were making these out on, mm. the, on, the, mm. on the grass. The talismans, there, yeah. I found... I have found within myself the perfect balance of um, slowly increasing my vibration. So rather than just going to a, a ceremony and just going like, beam, mm. you know, and then you kind of come back down and try and figure out what that was. Yeah. I've found a way myself to like, just the, the slow, steady working my way up mm. in, in terms of experience, vibration, I mean, it's, it's been quick in terms of time, like going from, yeah, from my, back in the day, it was just, I was a robot 
you know, gym, work, party. Mm. That that was my life. Mm-hmm. Uh, and no, that's, that's okay. That's, yeah. that's what you're meant to do when you're bloody 18, 19. You just mm-hmm. go nuts. And there's probably like a lot of dudes maybe <laughs> listen to this who really resonate with that. Yeah. yeah. And, um, and again, that's okay. That's fine. And I enjoyed myself greatly. And, you know, but that's my past. And I am now at the point where you know, within that, just um, you know, year year and a half. Um, my spiritual side has, I wouldn't say, um, started, but it has come back to me. Mm. I w- I've had spiritual experiences in the past with dead people, and this has kind of just reawakened that. And the intuition with stuff, um, especially with um, people in general, like their energies. Um, one way that I has helped me integrate, okay, here's a specific one that has helped me integrate my top knowledge and teachings is to literally just stand back and observe. Hmm. Just watch. Just play the role of the observer. Yeah. Mm. Just whatever's happening, whatever's happening, shut up and just watch. Mm. Take it in. Uh, if, if someone um, actually... I learned this term from someone in circle is uh, Socratic questioning. Mm. You ever heard of Socrates? Well, yeah, Socrates, but you haven't heard yeah. of Socratic. Socra- uh, so he invented this yeah. thing. The Socratic questioning is when you have an idea and create or ask as many questions as you can about that specific idea. So let's say, let's say you hate coffee. So and, the, and you just say that right now. You hate coffee, and then. I sit here and don't say a word, watch, listen, observe. And then in my head, I'm like, why does he hate coffee? What kinds of coffee? Has he, how many coffee, how many types of coffee has he tried? Mm. You know, when was it, what made him hate coffee? How long has he hated it? Mm. Does he, is it the milk that he's using? <laughs> is, you know, a- every, macadamia yeah, milk. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want yeah. fucking almond milk. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah it, okay. Will he hate coffee in the future yeah you know you, that's a simple aspect but yeah, you, if you apply that to to bigger situations um but the thing is is like mo- some people do that in an instance like, okay well why is that they start questioning and they're asking mm. but it's i got to a stage where it's i would do that but then not ask like not verbally ask because i don't need to mm. You're having a conversation with him about tea and coffee and I'm sitting here just listening and watching. I have my own opinions, my own ideas, but I don't need to voice them. I don't need to say a word. There's no need for me to talk. I don't have the the reason to engage in a coffee tea conversation. That's what most people or not my, you know in my uh in my experience that's what people have an issue with. It's like if there's a conversation going they either have to say something mm. or um, kind of, yeah, yeah. That's pretty much it. Yeah, that have to say something. They have to kind of engage in in the conversation somehow, mm-hmm. especially when it's um, like one on one. If someone says something to you, you you have the you, you feel obliged to reply. Mm. That that's a social kind of construct that's been um, applied. That's just the modern day social idea if someone talks to you you have to reply why why i mean if someone says hello yeah 
Yeah, g'day, mate. Yeah, yeah, but it's just blank. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, but in saying that, I've actually practiced doing that. If, like, if someone talks to me, I I just look at them it's straight in the eye, dead in the eye. I, I don't say anything. I don't react in any way. And you'd be surprised at the different things that come up uh, come about from that. Mm. Like crazy, like fun, cool experiences I've had where I've like just sat there. And and let someone talk. It's it's um. Sounds like um, holding space almost. Man. Yeah, it does. Yeah, man, yeah. yeah. just 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 sit there and and, and l- not like DNMing even. Like it could be I could be with friends. Like I was doing it on the weekend. Like I was these new people. We we jumped in the car and went for a drive to a waterfall for a swim, and there was four of us in the car. And I, I spoke every now and then, but. And they were they were talking about things, and I'm just sitting there and listening, and just taking it in. And what I've learned from doing that is I learn a lot more about people when you just listen to them, and and it, and it implement the Socratic questioning. Okay, so he he doesn't like that. I wonder why. And then and you just continue on, and you and you just sit there and shut up, man. Like. That's one aspect, especially when it comes to spirituality, is you just need to shut up. Shut your mouth. Shut your mind. And just, and, and just listen. And that's, you know, that's one way that I've integrated is to just let it happen rather than um, I feel like most uh, people who need integration think that there's kind of like some kind of structured kind of thing that you need to implement to do to make it happen. To blah 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 blah, and like it would, um, I feel like that's how we're taught to think as well. Like in st- the structured idea in school, you know, but this that that you have to do this before you do that before you do. We, if you really understand the universe and shit, it's like you don't. You, f- you focus on the end end goal. It doesn't matter how how you get there. Mm. You know, so that was me. My I've got my end goals. I've got my ideas of what I want to create, you know, my my visions. Um and I just shut up. <laughs> as simple and as fucking vague as that is, it's just like the whole idea of staying present, being mindful in yourself, clearing the mind. It's it, so many contradicting uh, contradicting terms and sayings in the world is facebook throwing random fucking quotes at you every you know every second for me how it works i just tell myself shut up that's it oh man oh, bro. Yeah. yeah now that's awesome man so obviously you've become quite a steadfast role of being the observer do you find that there's been a couple of teachings there where you've noticed certain uh, physical cues like body language and have you sort of like picked up on his like mentalism sort of practices or anything like that for me or no like people? yeah from obviously because you're seeing you know you're being involved with conversations yeah. with people <coughs> and you're sort of you're adapting to social social circumstances have you have you noticed any social cues have you noticed anything like body language or have yeah, you practiced yeah. a bit of mentalism that sort of thing yeah <laughs> the, fu- the the big one that I've discovered is eye contact. <laughs> yeah. Like um, 
even just in general conversation, there's been times like I, I, I experimented with this at, at like nightclubs and shit with girls and stuff. <laughs> like just I'll be there with mates. Not I'm not trying to even pick up or uh, anything like that. But yeah, but I, you're a good looking guy though, aren't you? Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> girls see you coming. Yeah, they're yeah. like, fucking hell. Fucking booming. <laughs> <laughs> He's um, like, oh, stop yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Buy me a drink. For <laughs> <laughs> it was the eye contact. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Learning my tricks around. <laughs> um, no, but it's like, so I'll be, even it'll be with friends, like chick friends. Yeah. Like I will be, there's something to do with that polarity of energy. You know, the masculine, feminine. Yeah. Uh, feminine. Um, right, it's like that sexual attraction. Yeah. Yeah, man. Um, I'll be. Um, kind of talking with with a girl and I'll start to observe. Like I'll just decide, you know, I feel like observing. And I'll literally just step back in, in within myself and just kind of like not say anything and just stand there like almost like that stoic kind of attitude. It's the pillar. Yeah. Just stand there. Be, it would be a strong fucking pillar and just um, just look at her like in her eyes. Like dead, dead, fucking don't like stare her down. Just, just, yeah. Accepted. And then, and then I just, just look at her and, and listen to what she says. Mm. Every word, take it in. Why does she think that? Why is she saying that? And I, I realize that you know, in that situation, most people can't shut up themselves. Like, so if, if I'm not talking, they think that they have to be talking. So they actually start to get like flustered and like, mm. oh my God, I don't, I don't know what to say. Oh, I'm so, and, and I'm just literally standing there looking at them like, and? Let it be. Yeah. What else you got to say? And sometimes and like, and then this has been like cool parts. It's like they stop talking and then they go into their kind of observed mode and then there's a little connection there. Mm. Like, okay, so, you know, they've st- stopped talking and now we're just kind of taking in each other in that moment. And that, that's that's one thing. But then that can happen with everyone. Like if I was to talk to either of you and we really like lock eyes, like the conversation or whatever's happening at that time really starts to go within rather than the superficial, you know, hey, hey, going bullshit. Yeah, like the mask, you know, it yeah, drops. Yeah, the, yeah, it goes... So yeah, when it comes to eye contact, it's it's not even just me. It's like what they do with their eyes, how how they stand, how they look at me, if they can look at me. Mm. A lot of I found you know people who are self conscious can't make eye contact, mm. even with their mates. Like that, like they will, I'll look at you, and we can hold eye contact, and we know it's not a staring contact. It's not hundred percent, yeah. bro, because it's deep. Yeah, it's yeah, we're we're communicating. We're hundred percent. Um. Yeah, and through that, just just that eye contact has so much energetic connection, power to connect. Um, but yeah, it, little things like that. But I haven't really studied body language in a sense, but my intuition in terms of energetic feeling has, has skyrocketed. Mm, certainly like, sounds like it, man. Yeah, yeah that the eye contact to me is is kind of the, the first step. Like, you know, they'll have the windows to the soul idea and I, I kind of believe that because yeah. it is like, I mean, you can be flailing about and blah, 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 blah. But how you act and how we connect 
um, is how, what I feel. Uh, you can you can act all like confident and you know you could be loud and flamboyant and and that and having a good old time, but I'll tell, I'll be able to tell what's going on in inside. Like you're doing that to cover up your self consciousness. You feel like you need to put yourself out there more. Like I can see the bullshit you're feeding everyone, and I've from me you know becoming more intuitive and and psychic you could say whenever i whenever i go out to like an event especially when i go clubbing i it's so different now it's like i walk around i'm observer the whole time like sometimes I, i'll go out sober and just to to learn and to see what happens and i i can stand in the middle of fucking brunswick and just see it all see what's really going on mm. not 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 the drunk people falling over and laughing and being loud and, mm. and i i can see everyone's energy and it's it's not good like in that place mm. alcohol is not good for you man yeah. it is especially energetically it drains you completely mm. well it lowers they show it lowers your like consciousness level yeah you know yeah and yeah. that's why it's legal yeah um <laughs> yeah. We can go down that yeah, road, yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, and because because of that, and they're taking all these party drugs, and it's just it is it's like I explained it yesterday. It's like it's just a, a cesspool of just negative, um, parasitic energies going on. Like it is the lower three energy centers just running rampant. Hmm. Uh, you can uh, when you stand there, you can feel the sexual desire of everyone. The the you can feel the the toxic masculine egos from all the men, and you can you can just feel it all. And I can feel the girls want for attention, but you know it's a mixture of no. That's so I suppose like a they, vague idea, but you and know they don't I mean? know any better as well. No, you they're know, just being it. themselves and having a good time. Hundred percent. As a collective, I can feel what's going on, and it, it, it's. Sometimes it's getting too much now. Like mm. it's, I'm I'm at the point now where I have to learn how to um, protect myself. Yeah, because I'm aware of it going on, especially yeah. when it comes to you know s- specific people that are no longer good for you. You know, you, I'm sure like old friends or yeah, like whatnot. Like um, you, the, I've pushed. Um, or distanced myself from old friends, not because they're bad people, but just because our we've drifted apart energetically, and and because of who they are, and 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 I can see and feel that I need I know that I need to keep my space because it's it's not good for me. It's like I'm going to feed off them; they're going to feed off me. And when someone lower is feeding off you. You know, that's not good, mm. especially when they don't know what they're doing. All right? Yeah, it's unconscious. Yeah, 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 man. That, yeah, so that's it's because you resonate on a different level. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't and mean that, that there's like, life. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's not like um, good, higher, better. Yeah, that's it. It's just a matter of like, um, yeah, what is an alignment for each individual's journey? You know, mm. maybe they're like gauging some certain lessons from like that space and they yeah. still have to be there to gauge lessons to then move yeah. higher but it's like funny you say that because i i actually 
um, equate that to my past, uh, my last relationship. Um, we, when we were together, when we came together, it was perfect. Like we, we needed each other. Like that. I was. This was when I was robot. You know, uh, I was emotionless. Um, all structure, all logic, had you know, very driven, very toxic masculine in a sense. Mm-hmm. It's just a, it's like a wounded masculine, you yeah, could say. Yeah, I yeah, wasn't right. I wasn't a, an arse or a dickhead or anything, but I was just no emotions, mm-hmm. no emotions at all. I was all in the head. She was the opposite, mm-hmm. all in the heart, but just mentally. Um, yeah, like both mirrors of what yeah. was needed to be built in the other. Exactly. Yeah, we came together when we needed each other and f- through that she brought out my emotions. She released it and I kind of, I'm hoping that I was able to at least guide her some form of structure, some form of you know mentality, something I'm hoping. A direction, purpose yeah. sort of thing, yeah. Um, and at the end of it, what I started to, because re- I actually started doing this um, when we were still seeing each other, we weren't together, but we were still seeing each other. We we're at, you know, at, at the end of our time, um, and because of this plant medicine, and I said it skyrocketed every part of me. I started to become aware of what was going on energetically between us, and it's 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 you know, the law of fucking nature. You know, you oh, we started to drift apart energetically. And that's that's life. That's just what happens. Mm. But what I found is we were holding on to our past selves, wanting to become who we used to be when we were perfect together, mm. but we are no longer those same people. Yeah. So we were holding on to something which, you know, as I'm sure you guys understand, is um, not good. Yeah, well, it's like it's, it becomes like a um, toxic and like codependent yeah, relationship. That, that yeah. comes... That, it was becoming a toxic relationship and that's what I feel most people have an issue with. It's like they don't understand that either that or they're not willing to let go. They're not willing to move beyond the past. They can't let go of the past. They can't let go of the beautiful, amazing times they've had with their partner and their not willing to accept the fact that they're drifting apart because mm. it's like also people have their identity like build up yeah, on these things yeah. so it's this like is, who am i partner. without this it this is my husband yeah like wife my entire life is built around this with this person and when there's no connection with them anymore it's just like well fuck i have to change my entire life now yeah well that's one thing that comes up in relationships so much is like you know obviously we've sort of not saying it in a bad way, but we've moved past the mundane. Mm-hmm. And you hear a lot of people who are still living in that sphere without sort of giving it a negative connotation. But they say like, you know, it's two halves coming to make a whole. But it, in, in actual fact, it's actually two holes coming together to fucking yeah. Yeah. Know, join forces and make yeah. something fucking beautiful together. As a, as a partnership, yeah. yeah. And like what you're saying, you can hear it in the terminology, right? Because we spell our perception out. is like, <laughs> oh, this is my other half. Yeah. You know, it's so. A, yeah, it's all, we've been taught to think like that. Mm. Yeah, 100%. you're the man. She's the woman. That it becomes one. It's like yeah. no, you're one. You're you're one yourself. Yeah, yeah, you're the man and the woman within you. Yeah, you can do both. She's yeah. the just man. Just because you got a willy, you know, <laughs> 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 doesn't mean you can't wear fucking shit. You know, uh, you, know yeah. you can't. You can't. It's just yeah, that whole aspect is definitely man, and it's so true. And, and that's where I feel like if we're like 
um, tying it all in where like, say for example, when you start that journey of like healing or moving into yourself, um, it's really like becoming whole again, isn't it? And then when you move into, when you're more self-aware of who you are, um, cause it's very present for me right now, man, cause I'm calling in a, a, an aligned relationship and, and I know obviously you are as well, Seth, and I'm sure, you know, I, I can't speak for yourself, man, but like, and, but it's really going to be like, because I've learned to build that, I've learned to build that relationship within myself, you know, and learn to love myself without the, the validation of like mm. someone else's love, you know, where it was like, that was my ego clinging on to ways, you know, because internally I didn't know how to, to um, love myself or, or to, to, yeah, to just be there for myself that, yeah, as you go inwards, like you really discover who you are, like in your individual essence mm. um, and learning to love and accept that. And then, yeah. And then uh, it's like, I feel as two holes, as we said, come together as a partnership um, or as a team to then complement and evolve together. Um, yeah. And what would you say, Sethi? It's like your perspective on that. Well, yeah, it's getting around that codependency. Yeah. Because I mean, you you can't, I mean, obviously there are people who you rely on in, in tough times, but there's, you'll only ever rely on yourself in the hard situations because only you can get it yourself out of those situations in that context. But in terms of relationships, I mean, I know for myself, you know, when, when we're talking about the, you know, we know that there are relationships coming for both myself. I don't know about you, brother, but I'm sure there's a lovely lady on the way. But it's, for me, it's like the last few months I've really worked on myself and learned to love myself in, in many regards that I didn't even think were possible because I didn't love myself really. I mean, I, th I told myself I did, but it was all a fucking lie if I'm being completely yeah. honest. So it's, the medicine has allowed me to sort of get me back in touch with myself but through that, those journeys have allowed me to see something bigger than myself as well in various aspects of my own life. But then I, I sort of, I leave it to trust as well because I know it's going to happen because I, I set that, I set that intention for myself and I go, I know that's going to happen because it already is going to happen. So you, it's I already happened. Yeah, yeah well, it's already happened. Yeah, so it, I'm not. I'm no longer living in the past where I'm suffering from depression. I'm no longer. I'm no longer focusing on the future where I'm living in anxiety. I'm focusing on the present and I'm putting one foot in front of the other and I just trust in the process that, that because there is something bigger than myself, but there's also a personal accountability of that as well. Yeah. So as long as I stay, so as long as I stay true to myself, then everything's fucking good. Yeah. What you just said then in with your d depression, anxieties, um, I don't, people with depression and anxiety kind of, I feel that would be a perfect um, explanation as to you know what it is like you mm. said um depression is holding on to the past anxiety is um stressing over the future and they both like tie in with one another yeah. They do. Yeah. yeah and i feel if people were to kind of understand that concept and even hear it for the first time um they would be able to address it like oh shit yeah because when i heard that for the first time i was like holy fuck that makes subtle sense yeah, yeah. you know people who are depressed have issues you know, they're holding on to things mm -hmm. You know, and then anxiety, like kind of, you know, it still goes hand in hand. But yeah. pe people who have anxiety are just fretting over the future. Mm -hmm. You know, if you can figure out what is actually going on, past or future, both, how much of each, mm. then you can ad actually address them. Like, it, yeah, a lot of what I found in with plant medicine is it that does it all for you. Like yeah. a, a psychologist, psychiatrist, they can only do certain things, like. 
I know people who have gone to these people and have come out worse off, you know, because they've gone through the cookie cutter plan that this psychiatrist has um, mapped out. You know, they, they, you know, step one, step two, step this is no one doesn't apply doesn't to everyone. Apply to everyone. Yeah, it's not that fucking simple either. Yeah, I mean, I know for myself, man, I, I speak from that personally. Like, you know, and a lot of the earlier parts of my life, man, I, w- I was in and out of you know psychiatrists and psychologists and. You know, man, I had a lot of stress-related issues because of stuff that had happened in the past and then worrying about the future because I was so worried about the past. So it was a fucking paradox in itself. <laughs> yeah. But, man, like, yeah, even going in, like, like there, are, there were some therapists who did provide some useful tools in some respect. But it's, it's almost, I feel personally, it was a bit of a money grab scheme because they just wanted you to get in there and basically talk about your own story. And I feel that when you're in there, it's like, they basically just hold space and listen until you actually get sick of fucking talking about your own fucking story. So they don't actually have to fucking do anything. All they have to do is just sit there and listen. Mm. And if there's, you know, if there's certain elements where you're, you know, you're struggling through life, you know, they might, you know, give you some antidepressants or they might, you know, give you some sort of like form of chemical yeah, it's, to it's balance system, it, quite, quite. Right? Yeah. It's, yeah, all they, all they really do is basically, from my perspective anyway, I mean, there's there are therapists out there who do fucking a, gr- a lot yeah, of great amazing. work in a lot yeah. of respects but for me personally i feel that it was just it was just me going in there talking about my own shit until i literally got sick of myself and then fucking walked down and said you did a really fucking good job and all i did was just sit there and just okay seth yeah that's really good mm-hmm. yeah. and yeah like because what happens especially like with the um assistance of the medicine too is it allows you to access the subconscious so then like our like and when we look right when we get a cut or when we get an injury our our body has a natural healing process so the same i feel goes for our brain our brain is like wired to heal itself right so that's what i feel as well why the depression and the anxiety is coming up because it's the brain going look at this 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 is something that's that needs to be um mended right and then they both go hand in hand because it's also anxiety is also past events where your brain trying to use past events as evidence to like predict the future so we're like looking for the for the saber-toothed tiger or for the thing that caused us pain you know um and and seeking to anticipate that you know like that's a natural occurrence of our brain um so yeah almost as if the medicine like allows us to turn on our own healing process and we realize oh fuck we are our own healer we are the medicine itself you know um and it lets it yeah it almost switches off that that um fight or flight mechanism within the brain and we're really able to access those beautiful aspects of of our psyche or of our body or of our innate healing process and that's what i love about the medicine man like it's like the profound impact. I mean, obviously everyone here, everyone sitting here has their own perspective on the medicine, but it really fucking surprised me, like on my very first session, how quickly it changed my viewpoint on how I actually see reality and how yeah, it felt really. like within an eight-hour span of me sitting in the session and, and basically going through my own tale, I literally did like fucking 12 years of therapy in fucking eight hours, man. Yeah. And like it's like it's like fucking cheat sheets. It's just like here you go. Is <laughs> is they press X Y Z? Yeah, yeah. You know, fucking R two when you're done. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what I love, man. It's like it, you know, because you you are dealing with an intelligent being, and it goes looking for problems, especially on ayahuasca. It's just like because it's 
you know, it builds neural pathways for your brain. So it's yeah, almost like it's, it's, it's almost like it's doing a full scan of your brain. And it's going, oh, there's a little something there. Yeah. And it goes, and yeah. It, you know, and it finds it and it brings it to your attention and says, you need to fucking look at this. Yeah. And fucking deal with it. Yeah. And you hate it at the time because you're like, I don't want to fucking do that. <laughs> yeah. But then, Let's look away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But ultimately, it allows you to shift past that. And, you know, it's like the thing that's coming up for me is like, is Newton's third law. You know, for every action, there's an equal and opposite reaction. So the deeper into hell, if you want to call it that, you go, or the deeper in with yourself, you go. Oh, so easy. That was my phone connected to that. Bluetooth. <laughs> <laughs> That's Let's good. turn that off. Okay. So yeah, so it's the the deeper you go within yourself to the more darker areas. It's you know when you alchemize that and turn and sort of and shift that, you know, the higher up into heaven you go. But in reality, heaven is already happening around you. So mm. it's almost like you're going to the root problem of certain areas within your own life, heaven and, and, then, and, and, pu- and pulling them out. Yeah, and pulling them out, and then creating a better reali- reality for your own self. Mm-hmm. I, I was going to um, ask both of you, what? How do you experience? Let's uh, let's go ayahuasca. How do you experience it? Like what actually happens? Mm. Uh, yeah so um is it like a recurring theme or yeah like i guess there's like similar spaces right that you kind of go to the every every journey is different and yeah like this it's always the going in i find you know the mind still sometimes goes sometimes it doesn't as well like sometimes it's very sudden it's very easy Mm. um not easy but it's like it's gentle you know um whereas then yeah so Man, the, yeah, the intention really brings me, it really goes internal. Uh, usually a lot of visions, uh, aspects of like reality, you know, I've had visions of, I remember when I was being sort of initiated into, I guess you could say like my warrior, I started to see like um, visions of maybe like Viking past lives or things like that. Uh, and yeah, vision of like shaving my hair the way it is now, you know, and, and yeah, right. Like, it was wild, you know. Uh, but then it was funny because I liked that and my ego was like, this is fucking awesome. And then yeah. the next time I got my ass kicked, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so she, like, builds you up to bring you down, you know. <laughs> and, like, showed me my shadows, you know. Yeah. So it's always this fine balance. Like, it could be maybe the first night it's very, like, deep shadowy work and then she brings me out and shows me my light or it could be the other way around. Um yeah, but it, it for me, man, like it's never like I've had visions of beings and, and different, um, yeah, like other dimensions and, and seeing the way reality works and separation dissolving and, and really um, seeking, well, yeah, really gauging some sort of an understanding from my perspective of oneness. Uh, yeah, a lot of love um, on ayahuasca, man. I remember I felt for self-love for the first time ever. Because this is one thing too, when we talk about self-love, hey, where it's like, if you haven't had a, a, a like, again, a visceral experience of that, like people can say, oh yeah, like, I oh, love yourself, whatever. But maybe if you haven't treated yourself that way the whole life, like you don't know what that feels like. And it was beautiful because she really afforded me some sort of foundation to build off, mm. you know, after that um, and to know what it felt like. Um, so yeah, man, to, to really... Uh, to really sum it up, I'd say very humbling. It's always very humbling because like she shows me my gifts, but then also shows me like my weaknesses. So like I know I'm but human and, and um, yeah, it's it's always um, 
yeah, always very humbling, very just a lot of gratitude afterwards and, and like a greater connection. Yeah, from my perspective, man. It's a lot of self awareness too. Yeah. Yeah, I love that, bro. Man, I haven't I haven't done I uh, uh, you know, quite as many times as you guys have. But the first time I went in, I had I had quite a big intention because I knew there was something there that was really scratching. So there was a few things. It was more of um, you know, getting touch with myself a lot more in certain elements of my own life. Um, but you know, Mama is very good at you know cleansing and clearing your own body as well, mm. and get and you know finding root problems to certain diseases, all that sort of stuff. To give you some background, when I was a lot younger, but I suffered very hard with stress. Like it was something that impacted my life quite a lot, um, and it got to the point where I I fucking went up in hospital, man. I nearly died. Because I, yeah, my my body was literally attacking itself, and my immune system was failing, and my organs were fucking on the verge of shutting down, and the stress was getting to me that bad that I just, fuck me, I nearly died, man, and I just, yeah, and since then, like there was recurring themes of like not being back in that state of being in hospital, but there was certainly elements of like whenever certain stressful like times came up it really like run me down and it really fucking impacted me hard and it was like a yeah very something very dark and very parasitic so my intention for that weekend was to to shift past that so mama i actually saw mama so everyone sees her differently um when i saw her it was it was like a supermodel but like times 100 <laughs> <laughs> yeah like she was like kind of one yeah just fucking me <laughs> 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 she was beaming. <laughs> so yeah, I, I, I didn't see her whole figure or anything. Like that. I wasn't like going, "Fuck, bro, you got some, you got some big old titties." On you. Like, I wasn't doing anything like that. Fuck off, you weren't. Your <laughs> <laughs> ego was doing that. Yeah. <laughs> so now when, when she keeping came, yourself in check. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, yeah. So now when she did come to me, I, I basically saw her face, and it was like this. It was just pure love. Like it was just beauty in all of its forms. Like you couldn't even. Like I'm butchering it, describing it. Yeah, yeah. Her face was completely symmetrical. Anyway, that's past the point. <laughs> and she showed me that I really needed to sort of balance my own my own feminine energies because I was very masculine based at that time. I wasn't very in touch with my feminine energy. I didn't really sort of love myself in the way that I probably should have. Um, yeah, and she really fucking showed me a lesson <laughs> when that happened. You know, I was you know, I went through a whole process where I feel like I was being fucking sucked into the ground. I didn't know what the fuck was going on. And yeah, she, you know, she helped me back to that point, but she sort of left like a little note, like a little side note. And she was like, I'm going to help you now. I'm going to help you get balanced now. But this is the last time I'm going to do it. You need to work it out for yourself. And I was like, fucking bank that. All right, <laughs> I'll do that. And then when I went into another journey with her, I, yeah, that one was quite deep. I actually started going insane and i was like oh fuck i like i was in there for an hour and it felt like eternity it honestly felt like an eternity it was just fucking going round and round and round i would have told myself i don't know what to do with my life no less than 600 times and eventually i we all sort of came up you know everyone was in circle everyone kind of sort of come up out of their journey and yeah, uh, a certain member who was facilitating for that night basically said, you know, how you know, touching base with everyone, you know, how's everyone feeling? I said, man, I feel like shit. I said, I fucking, I need something to shift this because I, like, I was fucking, I wasn't acting physically belligerent, but I was mentally just going fucking insane. And yeah, we went through a process. 
did some harpe and yeah i shifted that and what came out was probably the exact representation of what i was going through <laughs> so yeah. that really fucking zonked me man that, that whole weekend like it, obviously it was quite a heavy intention um but yeah she really got to the root cause of you know things that were really burdening me but the blessing behind that was when i had a journey with um mama uh, i think it was quite a few weeks later i um my intention going back in was actually to thank her because obviously you're you're dealing with an intelligent intelligent being, and there was a, a tremendous amount of respect that came from me, and I was like, mm. you know, I really want to show this being that I really appreciate them for everything they did for me, as fucking hard as it was, and you know, it took quite a bit to integrate that information. Mm. You know, it, it allowed me quite a, a huge shift in my own life. You know, and I wouldn't say it's an ego death because that sort of gets misconstrued in a lot of mm. ways because you never really lose your own ego. It's just you sh- you shift certain elements of it. I love that, man. Yeah. But it's, yeah, like when I went in there, I was like, I was thanking her and I was like, look, I really appreciate everything you've done for me, you know, and especially for everyone else because she's obviously a master teacher for, you know, everyone who participates with her. And it was a fucking awesome journey, man. And she actually showed me, like, like yourself, man, she showed me powers within myself that I didn't even fucking realise I had. And I went on like this a whole journey. I like I saw beings. I saw uh, a vision of my higher self who is the wolf. So I found that very early on in my own journey. And yeah, I had a conversation with him or myself, if you want. to. I don't know how you want to look at that. Yeah. <laughs> when you get to that point, yeah. you're like, "Fuck! How do I? Con- yeah. How do I talk to myself? Yeah. I know, bro. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I had a conversation with myself, if you want to look at all like that. And I discovered you know, quite a few powers that I had sort of laying dormant within myself and yeah, a few things sort of came online and I, um, yeah, I, it's, it's allowed me to, um, being able to navigate, you know, especially cause I'm doing the training and so are you Darren. Mm-hmm. Um, it's allowed me to be of better service to people who are, you know, coming in as participants and they're, and they're working on their own thing. So it's allowed me, you know, a lot of beautiful and abundant tools to be able to be able to read the person and be able you know being very present of what's going on so you know in a lot of aspects she can really kick your ass but it's all it also gets back i feel it's you know a bit of intention as well mm. but there's also a lot of beauty behind it but i feel like the key point for mama was like it's it's all about love mm. you know it's good love but it's also hard love as well like mm. it's tough love mm-hmm. because she can really fucking kick your ass <laughs> yeah she really fucking can but it's it's all for the betterment of your own self yeah man because it teaches you to be mindful and being mindful is loving yourself so much that it overflows into the lives of others which is what she really fucking taught that day so and and because of that first time i i went and experienced mama i actually walked out of that event you know, and I thought, fuck, you know, I want to go and sign up to do the training and, and actually learn how to facilitate all of this because it's, it's fucking awesome, man. Because I look at what it's done for myself and if I can give that back to other people, then fuck, I'd be as happy as a pig in shit. <laughs> 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 I fucking love it, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it's, Beautiful, yeah, man. I mean, I mean, it's, and it's not just mama as well. I mean, there's so much other medicine out there which really affords, you know, so many beautiful shifts and, and it really fucking helps people, man. Like it is, you know, it has so many connotations of like, oh, you know, it's fucking illegal and, you know, it has so much stigma around it. But it's like when you look at like the like the crux of it and you look at it at, at its core, like it's it's there to fucking help you, man. Mm-hmm. And if you can have people who are in that sacred setting and who, who actually, you know, have built a relationship with this with this plant or this medicine and they can actually, 
not help, not guide you, but they can sort of help assist you through the process, man. I mean, it's fucking, it's really fucking life changing. And I remember walking out of my first session thinking, like, holy fuck, like, I couldn't believe it. I mean, you were there, Darren. Yeah, man. You, you sat on on that <laughs> session. I, wa- I walked out of there and I was, I was completely fucking gobsmacked. I'm, I'm, and I'm putting that lightly. Yeah. Like I walked out of there and I was like, holy fuck. <laughs> Like fucking, you were able to breathe like another fucking eighty yeah, percent. Yeah, and like, you, yeah, like the physical toll that this stress was having on me. It just, I didn't realize how much of an impact it had. And when I woke up the next morning, you know, because I went through quite a heavy process the night before, you know, had quite a few purges, and I woke up the next morning and I felt like I'd actually fucking breathe for the first time. It felt like the top thirty percent of my lungs had just gone, mm. and just let go. I was fucking saying yeah. it down. I was like, holy fuck, bro, I can breathe. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it's it's amazing because it really, it changes your psychological state, but it also changes your physiological state. And, you know, and I, I haven't seen any past pictures of you, but I've definitely seen past pictures of Darren. And not only have, you, have I seen, you know, a mental shift, obviously, because we've spent time together in the last few months. But, man, yeah, I know we keep coming back to that, man, but, like, Physically, it's like it's like the hero's journey, right? Mm-hmm. He's like it's called called to adventure, and he basically goes on his adventure. Yeah. And look at you now, man. It's like you, you it's like you went from the boy to the man. Yeah. And you can and you can actually fucking see that. So not only can I see it psychologically, but I can also see it physically, because I looked at a photo of him two years ago. I think I saw that comparison. Yeah, yeah man. And yeah. it didn't even look like the same person. Did not look like the same person. Just yeah. Thank you, bro. And likewise, man, that, that is the thing, like, well, the crux of it and what you're saying, and you said that so beautifully, man, like you really fucking did. And yeah, the, you know, they say in like the archetypal story, right? Because this is like the archetypal story of the initiation from boy to man. And like, I know Tony Robbins even says this, that like you must heal the boy for the man to step through. And like, yeah, with yourself too in the photos, it's like, you can see the physiological shift. Like I remember after my one-on-one, like after that, the fucking beard started growing and everything. The moment I like, you know, healed the give little me, boy. Give me some of that. Yeah, man, it's, oh, it's wild, you know? And um, yeah, like, like you can't explain that sort of stuff. Like it, it because the body is the mind. You know, and, and we're touching base on the hero's journey when you like what's really coming through too, man, when you're talking about like being of service, like Joseph Campbell once said, like, yeah, thank you, bro. A hero is someone who devotes their life to something greater than themselves. And like, I feel like that's what we're all doing. You know, like what that really meant was like through, like we all start off on like the, as the hero of our own story. Right. And this is almost like the transition from the hero, which is the lark archetype of boy psychology. Um, it's the part of us that that seeks to break the bond with the 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 bond with the mother, um, that expands us out into new horizons and to push against our edges, right? But that part of our psyche almost feels we're invincible, you know, and 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 it's pushing us. But what happens if you want to say the hero must die to give birth to the warrior? Is like the hero comes against and he faces his greatest boss battle, which is actually just himself. And he has to come to understand that, oh, well, he does have weaknesses, you know. But in what that, and then the shift happens where you believe that you're the hero of your own story and that, like, it's all about your story and the shift happens to realize, oh, fuck, this is actually about way more than me, Mm. you know, and that 
they the warrior psychology knows his own weaknesses and and seeks to have fellow warriors come in and and journey together and work as a team rather than like the individual you know which yeah. which really rings true and that's the difference between the boy and the man and i went through that fucking journey myself and i suppose like we're st- still going through it you know it's a never-ending cycle um but yeah i i don't know why that came through but it just just seemed to yeah it's very conducive very conducive <laughs> yeah There's so a, yeah that like what you said with the whole team thing. Um, fuck, there's so, there's so many. Well, the footy man, yeah. So many things that, like, so, like specific journeys that I've had that are so um, important in terms of what I need to do on this planet. Like, I don't know about you guys, but. Um, have you discovered your purpose, like in this lifetime, both of you? Mm. This is, yeah, this, yeah, this is your. <laughs> That's why we're here, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what have you discovered yours? Well, man, there's there's certainly a lot of aspects. Um, it was you know it was actually up until recently where I really had to get the fuck over myself again because a lot of the stuff that was you know hindering me was a lot of stuff that I had to work through. I so it was like <laughs> she was like fucking. I told you, bro, you need to work on it again. So something very fundamentally you know, life-changing happened for me again. And I really had to sort of sit down with myself and really ask myself, like, what the fuck am I actually busy with at the moment? What am I doing that's not only, you know, benefiting myself, but how is it actually, how am I being of service to others? Because, I mean, I was being, I was literally being told. It's like, that's the thing that happens for me. I get fucking messages from numbers and certain things I see in my day-to-day life. So there's cool, a way... Cool. So there's always messages coming through on what I should be doing next or, you know, how I could sort of improve my own life or improve other people's lives. And, you know, a few of the things that really came through were my music. So I'm really passionate about my music. Every time I pick up my guitar, I'm just fucking in pure ecstasy. Mm. Like, it's fucking awesome. Like, I think I'm playing the guitar for half an hour and it turns out to be like three hours. Yeah, flow state. So it's a flow state. So I know I'm here to do that. And in terms of the brotherhood, like I've... You know, Darren's allowed me to, you know, come into that sphere and, and you know, I've become a pillar, if you want to call it that, in, in terms of the brotherhood, you know, and it's it's simply because I look at what the brotherhood has done for me. So, I mean, I came to Brisbane, uh, I want to say probably nearly two years ago now, and I didn't know anyone I was here. I had some family and sort of like, you know, friends of family and that sort of stuff, but I didn't really resonate with a lot of groups. Did some searching around, you know, went to gyms, uh, you know, joined certain social groups and I had a chat to a few people and I eventually come onto the path of the brotherhood and I look at, you know, <laughs> it's like it's the conversation keeps coming yeah. up. Like I remember the first time I met Darren, I thought, holy fuck. And it just expanded on that and it's allowed me to be able to step into the plant medicine world, which has not only impacted my life, but it's also impacted the lives around me as well because the people in my own life, especially my own family, can see the sh- like they can see the change and they can see the shifts. So, for me, I felt it was a, a personal responsibility to be able to give back through that sphere because, you know, I I love everything that the Brotherhood stands for, you know, courage, unity and respect. Like, they have been, like, even before I knew what they were, they were all, like, those three things have been the most fundamental things in my own life. You know, before I even you knew about plant medicine or I knew about the Brotherhood or anything like that. So, I look at, you know, what this group stands for and I go... I need to be a part of that and I need to be fucking stepping up 
to the best of my ability. Obviously, Darren's allowed me to, you know, be in that space. But I, yeah, I, I feel it's a, pons- a personal responsibility, not only to myself, because, you know, it's, I look at what the medicine and, it, you know, the group has done for myself. But if I can give that back to other people, then why the fuck not? Yeah, man. Why the fuck not? So those, those are probably the two big things in my life which I would consider my deepest passions. Like I really know that I'm here to do those two things. Mm-hmm. Obviously, there's other things and other aspects that I enjoy. And I have particular interests, but those would probably be the big, the two biggest things in my life where I, I, I really want to fucking chase those things and make it, you know, and go and enjoy it yeah, because yeah, it's, it's not a job. It's not a job for me. I don't, I don't see it as work. I see it as progress yep. because it's not about me. <laughs> yeah. It's about serving something higher than yourself. It's giving back to something that's bigger than yourself because, yeah. you know, you turn the me into the we without yeah. trying to sound too fucking philosophical. <laughs> yeah, that. it's so true, man. Yeah. So, yeah, that would be me, bro. But what about you, bro? What, what what's 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 your driving point at the moment? What's what's the biggest thing that's catching your eye? And um, man, what gets you out of bed in the morning? And goes it, fuck you, yeah, let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> um, like I was saying before, outside before we got started, it's yeah. it, it's now it's it's dialed in, but. When I was shown my purpose here, I was. It, it is so massive that it was. I thought it was just now a bit of fun when mm. I first was shown it. Like I thought I didn't even consider it anything. But then when it happened again, I was like, well, I wonder why that's coming up. And like the, what I'm here for is like I'm talking planetary scale shit, right? So. You know anything about like new earth kind of stuff? Yeah. So yeah, I've got like an integral part in that mm-hmm. transition. Yep. And at first it was um it was I couldn't believe it. Like I was like that doesn't no, like really? Like what what I have to create? Like the whole Isle of Eden. Mm-hmm. Um what not yeah, what not a have to, but what I want to because of what it will create, what it will bring. Mm. It's mind-blowingly important where it's almost like, holy fuck, like I need to buckle down now because I don't have time. But the more that I learn about this plan, the more I realise like time is irrelevant like in this aspect. Like... um. I don't know. <laughs> it's it's kind of there are so many aspects to this idea. So pretty much I'm health and wellness center, but really it's like a, an awakening point. Like so, it, it's very in, like what do I what I can what I can compare it to. We don't have to compare it to anything. Well, like, what do you feel is like? What is the purpose of it? What is the str- like? So, literally, um, uh, um, I know that I I can't really tell. Like, I I, I don't want to say too much about it because there's some things that I need to work through. But it's creating a s- 
like a, a place where people will go to have a complete and utter reboot from the get go. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, yeah, these ceremonies, you know, you go for the weekend and it, it's reboot, but uh, it's beyond that. Like it, it goes into a point where it's not just two days. It can be up to a couple months and it's all inclusive in every aspect that you could possibly fathom in terms of a human. Mm. So it includes specific, like specific diets, um, training, teaching as much as we can about whatever, who who they are, discovering who they are, plant medicine, all involved. Like astrology and shit like that you were saying. Yeah, yeah, like a, a lot of, a lot of ancient teachings are going to be back on the surface again. And it's going to come through this, creation of mine and like you were saying with the team like there there is a a specific group of people out there somewhere currently i i I know that i found one um uh, yeah a specific group of people that when we find each other will will create such a massive change on a not even just planetary but i'm talking like globe uh not globe like um interplanetary level space shit man like it's not (laughs) uh, yeah i I don't want to go into too much detail because there's yeah but the possibilities are endless yes and no like i don't know i just uh, this is the intuition kicking in there's a there's a reason i can't say too much detail on here um yeah so my my day-to-day life is so just like different now so like you know you you go through your first my first few weekends were, were still amazing but now it's to a point where it's there is so much that needs to be done that is that is so exciting to me that it's 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 hard to like restrain myself yeah. like it's like yeah. i've got so much fucking drive and energy that you know so many things that need to be put in place so many so many things so many things but it is so awesome mm. like some some of the psychedelic uh, some of the, some of the journeys that i've had have been so so um important in the timeline of the planet that it's beyond belief even for me and like one of the like i'll drop a couple things that don't really tie into my plan but i've things like i've met the creator of the mother um um you like you were talking about like ancients and shit like that um in you weren't at the no you we did a men's night with, um, with, uh, with yeah, yeah, ten of us. Yeah, um, I think I heard about that. Yeah, it was a men's night, and that, that was beyond, beyond fathomable at that point. Mm. So, the, the person or the the entity that came to me was literally, the direct creator of the mother, the spirit herself, mm-hmm. um, and it turns out that. Um, she's an ancient, like so. She was an ancient being, one of the first 
beings in creation. Like the first sentient fucking. It's almost like um in like something in Marvel. What do they call them? The immortals or something like that. Yeah, immortal. Yeah. The immortal. Yeah. yeah, like she. Yeah, one of the. Yeah, you can't. You can't. There's not, if not, not many. Or she is one of the first primordial beings in existence and everything kind of cascades down from her level and then that came through and then fucking turns out that i am one as well Mm. like i can't like i know the whole we are everything we are all but i specifically came down in this body um from an ancient i i me and i think it, it came through at about four or five other ancients including the one that came to me, were actually um, the five that created planet Earth. Oh, wow. So it's, it's yeah, the, the deep, the, it gets much deeper than this. Mm. Um, yeah, so, like, <laughs> so ch- try and imagine this coming happening in your head, right? You find out that you were a creator of the planet, you created in existence from from the beginning, the eons ago, mm-hmm. back when it was stardust. The whole plan for it, its creation. Then you, you've got another ancient one that you know that actually created the mother. And then this entire experience, right? Um, it was about Kundalini and and my energy and and that shit and. The whole whole experience was just a big challenge, like it was like literally like running this cosmic gauntlet. What I had to do was start from the bottom, the the, the root chakra, the, the lower energy, and then work my way up. Mm-hmm. But because of who I am, and and the whole experience itself, it's as I worked my way up my own kundalini, the, the challenges got harder and harder and more diverse and, and more challenging. And it was no, it, at, um, at one, there was a certain point where it no longer became the mother guiding me. It became me, the mother and my ego working together to get through this challenge. That, that was such a crazy experience because like, the mother's no longer helping, uh, guiding me. She's the one actually helping me through the fucking shit. No, this ancient's the one who's coming down. Sort no, she's the one in charge at the moment. Mm-hmm. You know, things like I can now communicate with my ego on a um, conversational level. Like even now, like I can talk to him. On the weekend just gone, I actually gave my ego the order to go and become a student to my spirit animal. So my spirit animal is a tiger. That, that's another story. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I can communicate with my tiger as well. Mm-hmm. I told, like literally gave, gave my ego the command mm. to go and train with my spirit animal because he needs to learn stuff. I told him that you need to learn how to be an observer. That's his next point. That's that's what he's up to now. So and he's doing it right at, at that point. Like yeah. so, it's to, to be able to speak to aspects of yourself separately, 
consciously and know it's not bullshit is insane. Mm. Like if most people to hear this and hear what the fuck I'm talking about, they're like, Jesus Christ, get in the loony bin. <laughs> yeah, know, they like, think you're clinically yeah. insane. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. Fuck, well, these guys are fucking... But you're not though, bro. Yeah, you're no, because it, it would, they would come through as um, like schizophrenia. But yeah. as we all know, there's like multiple aspects of the psyche. So it makes sense for what you're saying in the aspect of like you start communicating it. Would it be, so would it be the, the the true essence of you, which is really like your higher self, your soul is the one giving the command yeah, to my, the my conscious, ego essence. Yeah, my yeah. consciousness um, isn't, that's me. Mm. Like my soul, yeah. And then I am now completely aware of my ego when he starts doing things. Mm-hmm when he's starting to step his bounds um my spirit animal like i know where he's residing like within myself mm. um i can communicate with him like it's even to the point where i i know that every single person on the planet that has ever existed chose to be um where they are like you, like to the point you chose how you wanted to look. You chose your parents. Mm. You chose the time, mm. the place, everything. You chose to be here right now in this lifetime. Um, and to see that within myself, like I saw me choosing. It was almost like a, a picking my avatar on a game. Yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah filtering yeah. through. Yeah, like my, my, you know, my my consciousness, my soul was, you know, decided. Back when I was an ancient, it's fucking wild to even say that out loud. Um, literally going over in like, okay, I I'm, I need to go at this point at this time. I need to make sure this body is strong enough to house a fucking ancient. Um, all that shit going on, like I made sure that you know I picked my mum because for whatever reason that blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. Even to the point where your ego, all right. You picked it. I picked my own ego mm. because I knew that he would be the one perfect for the job. Mm. So did everyone else. You know, so one thing that I have learned about the ego is you shouldn't fight it. Don't fight your ego. Don't try and beat your ego. You're trying to beat yourself full. It's a part of you. Mm. It is you. Mm. You need to learn what your ego is trying to tell you and then work with it to, to change um, a good aspect, uh, um, a good thing that, you know, Matt Hamblin, mm. he's, he actually said this. It's like treat your ego as a coach, mm. right? Your ego coaches you for your subconscious. What you believe in your subconscious is what your ego is guiding you towards. Mm. So if, if you're scared of speaking in front of people subconsciously, mm. what is, that's exactly what it's going to do. It's going to bring up the fear so you don't speak in front of people. Mm. Wait, so you need to address your subconscious. The, your ego is not the problem. It's your subconscious. What's going on in the back of your head? You know, so if you learn to be on par with your ego, there is literally nothing stopping you. Like if you understand that, you know, people think ego's the bad guy, you know, you're trying to show off in front of people. It's like ego is e- the enemy, as yeah, they yeah. say. Yeah, yeah. Your ego's, your ego's not trying to 
show you off in front of people. Your ego is trying to show off what you believe in your subconscious, which is you need to show off to make yourself feel better. Mm. So you, the it's um, your that's ego, not your, yeah. Your yeah. ego is your best friend. Yeah, mm. it, it literally is doing what you fucking trained it to do, mm. and so that's just one part that most people don't understand. You need to work on yourself, your subconscious, what's what the, the programming, the, the paradigms, the beliefs that you have. If you dial them into your current needs, wants, desires now, your ego will follow suit and you will no longer have to fight your ego. Like it's, it's yeah, I could go on for... Because even it's like when you say that too, well, the word fight in your ego, it's almost like that again is like, it's just like, it's the fight. It's the It's the... Um, push and pull of it's it, it fighting itself you know yeah. um and yeah it's almost like what we say is like that alchemical marriage is find that balance within yourself and being the neutral observer mm. as you were saying yeah man that, that makes a lot of sense yeah yeah so and as as i've gone through other experiences in terms like with with code and bringing in my higher self oh man <laughs> it is it still just blows my mind some of the experiences i've had um, the last one that's just gone now that I'm aware of it and have integrated that knowledge and acceptance into what I have seen is the truth and I know it is whether anyone believes me or not um, I can I am using myself to level up myself within myself <laughs> you know, so I told my got ego, a whole coaching yeah, team inside yeah, yourself. Yeah, yeah. yeah bro. <laughs> I'm everything. Yeah, I'm, I've got my ego training with my spirit animal so he can level up. In yeah, the, you know, in a sense, that's yeah. You don't have to go out and kill monsters for XP. You just <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you create the dragon within yourself yeah, or an yeah. aspect of yourself. Just like it. yeah, yeah, that yeah. This, I'll talk about other stuff after we get off. Whatever, whatever. Yeah, place. man. Yeah. And that's beautiful. And like to really tie in too, man, because I feel we're reaching like a precipice here um, to really tie in like the application of this um, and obviously the, the access to the subconscious and shifting what's going on internally there. So then the representation of this egoic avatar or Mitsu, whatever you want to call it, shifts as, as the subconscious shifts and as we heal our past and, and those aspects and we start to um, level up, as we could say, and, and, and um, shift uh, uh, to a more balanced, more humble or, or desired expression of who we really are. Um, yeah, so if we were to wrap it up, from us all what do we feel was like the key takeaway of of this conversation as it's been a, a beautiful flow and thank you both for, for being here thank it's you, been beautiful for inviting me yeah. this has been fun yeah, yeah man <laughs> <laughs> as always is <laughs> it takes us on a journey um shit to wrap it up i feel like one thing I do want people to take on board is to, yeah, speak your truth. Like even if you think, and and I know that people are always going to think there's something wrong with you. Yeah, man. Is to not care. Don't. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Like, live your life how you want, no matter what. As you know, as bare basic cliche as that is as well. You know, like my life has changed. So like so much for the better simply because i just i no longer care like 
thing, even simple things like going to the shops in a fucking dressing gown. Man, you know, I'm on the couch bumming out, fucking watching Netflix, whatever else, and I'm like, hmm, feel like some bloody Turkish. Straight in the car. <laughs> I don't need to change my clothes. Fuck it. And, and that's enough. Like, I don't yeah. care what people think. Yeah. You know, that's freedom. The freedom. Freedom. Be yourself, always. Yeah. And do plant medicine. <laughs> <laughs> drink that ayahuasca. Yeah, drink some mama. Yeah. Man, I feel it's really trusting the process. Yeah. Know, really trusting yourself. You know, go out there and, and you know, look at your subconscious and really find yourself because, you know, what makes you, you is really fucking special. Mm. You know, because what makes Darren, Darren is fucking awesome. What makes Jalil awesome is fucking what he is, what he's doing. What makes me awesome is what makes, it, makes me awesome. So yeah. Everyone has their own innate gifts. Everyone has their own abilities. Everyone has their own beautiful perspective on life. So, yeah, I really challenge you to go and fucking step outside of your own box and be uncomfortable for a little while because where there's uncom- where there's discomfort, there's also growth as well. So really challenge your own beliefs in whatever aspect that is. It might, yeah, the, the try going to shops in a dressing gown. <laughs> <laughs> if you get that, you've taken it yeah. all. <laughs> you might look, you might, people might look at you weird, but you're going to fucking laugh at Yeah, that. and you're free. Yeah. Yeah, man. So really, really open yourself up to new experiences. It doesn't have to be plant medicine. It doesn't have to be anything we've spoken about, but really, you know, look at your subconscious and really ask yourself the hard questions and really, you know, just have some fun, man. You know, go yeah. and enjoy life as well. It doesn't have to be all, you know, serious. You don't have to work on yourself and it doesn't have to be, like it doesn't have to be hard work all the time. You can sort of sit back and, you know, observe it and be like, fuck, this is really fucking fun. Yeah. So... Just go out there, have some fun. Don't be too fucking hard on yourself. Just live life and just, you know, keep just keep improving yourself. That's all I can really say is just, you know, make it if, – if you can't find your purpose or you don't think you have a goal or anything like that, make your goal or your purpose to make yourself better. Yep. Yeah. If, if Actually, anything yeah. else, if anything else, make yourself better. Yep. Just, just you fucking owe it to yourself to do <laughs> yeah. that. Improve yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And that, that has been fun to me. Yeah. Like once I started learning to learn things, it's just like, oh shit, fuck yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah, I'm going to yeah. try and do that. And then you, that just starts the snowball. Yeah. yeah. It's never ending. Yeah. Just self improvement is fun. Yeah. Yeah. And growing is like why we're here. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Like, there are darker aspects of that where things can get really tough, but they also afford they beautiful to. shifts. Yeah. Exactly. So it's again yeah. that uncomfort to grow. Yeah. And you don't have to go out and, fucking start an amazing group and do all these ma- you know amazing things i mean something as simple as you know staying at home and fucking yeah, putting covers up on youtube or fucking you know just whatever resonates with you i mean whatever resonates with me is going to resonate differently to julia and then it's going to resonate to you know yourself down obviously yep. a bit differently so everyone everyone has their own little like a little bit of ingredient they can add to life it yep. doesn't have to be big and profound but as long as you're fucking happy and as long as That's you're healthy it, yeah who gives a fuck, man? <laughs> That's it, man. And it's so true. And yeah, I agree with what you boys said. And I, I know from my perspective, what's really come through. Yeah, it's like, again, like being open, you know, being open and humble enough to listen to other perspectives and knowing that you don't know everything. 
And why the yeah. fuck would you want to yeah, as well? Yeah, 100%. And like, but that's where the learning grows, you know? Like, um, yeah, if we arrived in, in this place and knew everything, then what would there be to do, you know? And it's like, um, yeah, I really feel that. And, and um, yeah, n- not discarding anything, you know? Like, if anything if anything challenges you when, when you either hear it or, or see it or whatever, like as you were saying, man, I like that where you're like the, the Socratic questioning, you know, and, and um, yeah, observing and, and just seeking to to uh, understand from a neutral perspective. Mm. That's what's really come through. That's what I've really taken away from today. Um, and, and yeah, and it's beautiful. And um, may the journey continue. <laughs> oh, bro. Oh, oh, yeah. So, man, Mr. Jill, thank you for jumping on. It was beautiful to hear yeah. your perspective. Thank and you for uh, inviting me. I've had a lot of fun. I think I come up with a, I come I think I come up with a title name too. It's Jaleel's Journey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the JJ. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or yeah. journey, journey with Jaleel. Oh. Yeah. Because that's what it was, man. It was a really big fucking journey. Like, yeah. You know, obviously there wasn't any medicine or anything involved, man. But there was some fucking really cool deep stuff there. Yeah. You know, and like I personally haven't met you before until today. So I feel like I got to know a bigger part or aspect of you. So that was really fucking cool, man. Yeah, sick. You yeah. too, dude. Yeah, <laughs> some, some mad shit. <laughs> Dropping beams left, right, and center. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, Harpe. <laughs> <laughs> Done. <laughs> Mate, I've got seven missed calls from him. <laughs> um, so, well, and thank you again, Mr. Sethi, for jumping on, my bro. Uh, it was beautiful as always. Thank you, bro. Thank you, my bro. It was awesome. Awesome. And, and my dudes. Thank you so much for listening. As always, uh, if you feel in the call, jump into the free Facebook group that all of us lads are a part of. You'll find that down below. If you feel like you want to reach out to myself, Mr. Jaleel or Mr. Seth, I'll link all our details or our social medias below that you can reach out to. Uh, We also do have an upcoming retreat uh, on the way and there'll be plenty more of those with new avenues opening up and keep an eye out for the merchandise that is on the way also. So other than that, over and out. Send a much love and we'll speak soon.